Logan hosting the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. It's a part of the morning show where we go in on what's trending, what's happening statewide here in Louisiana, locally here in Acadiana, around the country, around the world. Try to get to it as, as much as possible, as much as we can here inside the Power Hour. Streaming live on our Facebook page. So we are live at Planet Radio 106.7 there. Also live on our Planet Radio TikTok account too. So if you're on TikTok, you can watch along there. Uh, Ian, what's up, man? Good morning. Brent says, good morning from Pennsylvania. And then Blake says, good morning with a sad face. I think I know why Blake says, good morning with a sad face. And that is because, that is because LSU lost. And we'll get to some of that coming up inside of the power hour this morning too. The LSU didn't win last night. But LSU faced a good baseball team. Kanan, what's up, man? Good morning. By the way, if you are watching the live this morning, I'll ask is if you, uh, if you share it. I would appreciate that. Uh, also going to talk about our question of the day today. What's your favorite fast food item? Also, what is America's favorite food? Used to be the hamburger. I mentioned it last hour. Donna, what's up? Yes, it is a great morning. It's no longer the hamburger. The burrito bowl comes in at number one. Uh, as I mentioned, we got LSU coming up. Going to talk about some jello shots. Also going to talk about the prices right. Coming to Lafayette. Some dudes are lost in this little submersible ship looking for the Titanic. Summer is tomorrow. Why we love summer. And also this uh-uh story, teachers in Switzerland worried about the growing number of students, some as old as 11, that do not know how to use the toilet. Do men actually drool when it comes to seeing an attractive lady? Got a shower trick, Reddit hackers, and more. So it's all coming up this hour. Got to say thanks to Motor City for powering the morning show. They're at 1111 North University in Lafayette. MotorCityLA.com is their website. And they're celebrating 20 years of serving Acadiana. So go by and see them this week. Also, thanks to Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. They are the official restaurant of the Chris Logan Morning Show. The Lafayette location, that's the OG location on Ducey. Close this week. They're doing some remodeling, doing some upgrading. Phase one, but they'll just be closed this week, open up next week. But Youngsville, the new location, that is open as normal. So go by and see them, maybe for lunch or for dinner tonight. Oh, and by the way, too, listen to theplanet.com. If you haven't visited our store yet, if you haven't received any or, or bought any of our T-shirts, hats, koozies, decals, you can go and get them there. You can purchase them. Also, we got some AVA shirts. If you like to support local veterans, we have a military green-style shirt. And it has the Planet Radio logo in black on the front. There's an American flag on the sleeve and the AVA logo on the back. Uh, teaming up with Graphics Plus to do the store. And when you purchase one of those shirts, all the proceeds go to benefit the AVA. And I'll be making a check to them coming up very, very soon. But our question today is this. What's your favorite fast food item? That is on our Planet Radio Facebook page. And that is also on my personal Facebook page, too. And the reason why I brought that one up this morning was because 
I was reading about America's favorite food. And it's no longer the hamburger. That's according to new research. The burrito bowl comes in at number one, followed by the hamburger or cheeseburger, hash browns, cheese pizza, and then french fries. That is from a Grubhub uh, survey. So that's why I asked you that this morning. Now, for me, good McDonald's fries. I know that kind of sounds cliche. Hey, Charlize, good morning. Um, But you catch McDonald's fries, man, on a good day, pretty good. Very good, actually, on a on a good day. Uh, let's see. So Ellen says French fries extra crispy. Steven says value item McDonald's hot and spicy McChicken. Ah, that's a good one too. Celestine says boudin with cheese on top. Okay. Uh, Paul says fries. David says fries. Ronnie says the McRib. I'm not hating on a McRib. Okay. I'm I'm not. I think the last time when does when does the McRib make a comeback? Is that in the in the fall? I'll 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 check out a McRib when it comes back. Uh, Carl says a burger. Uh, Dave says Mickey D's fries when they're fresh or a Chick Fil A sandwich, no pickle. Chad says uh, McDonald's fries. Dawn says Arby's buffalo chicken slider. Haven't had that. Matt says steak quesadilla from Taco Bell. Isabel says checkers fries. Thomas says, Chinese buffet. Go and hurt yourself on that. Uh, Holly says, hot, fresh McDonald's fries. Ginny says, Sonic's cheese sticks. DJ says, Mexican pizza. Natasha says, the trilogy from Votro's. Now, if you haven't had Votro's, uh, Votro's is in my hometown of Church Point. And it's where I'm coming to you live from right now, this morning, from the Chris Logan Media Studio. But the trilogy, she says, is a boudin ball. The egg roll and some cracklings. Wouldn't be bad. And my man Chris says, three-piece dark fries and a large Dr. Pepper. Well, that could be another question. Like, we break it down, what's your favorite place to get some fried chicken? Because they got they got some great places all over Acadiana for that. Uh, Sunny's in Church Points, one uh, in Rain. They have Gabe's. Dude, you know, I don't want to act like I'm cheating on Sonny's. You know, living in Church Point, I, I don't want to act that I am, but, but Rascals and Dusong, they got that Thursday fried chicken buffet. Whew. If you want to know what love is, if you want to experience some love, boys and girls, go and, ch- I mean, I'm not, I, they're not paying me for it, just a shout out. But go and check out the fried chicken at Rascals on a Thursday. That buffet. Now, look, if you if you work, okay, because it's hot as hell, right? Right now it's it's 809, 80 degrees, sunshine. It's going to be 210 today. But I'm going to say this: if you are going to go and check out that fried chicken buffet at Rascals, knock off the rest of the day or, or take an entire day off. Because there's no way you can go back in this heat and eat after uh, doing the fried chicken buffet. But what's cool, man, they got, I'm making myself hungry. Brett says, stop making me hungry. Uh, Brent says that, sorry. But dude, fried chicken, rice dressing. They got some mashed potatoes and gravy. They got some green beans on that thing. Uh, What else they got? Like some fried eggplant. Did I mention fried chicken? Yes, I did. Uh, I believe there's some banana pudding and there's some bread pudding. 
Forget about it, dude. Forget about it. Uh, but those are some of the answers this morning. Your favorite fast food item. You can go and comment either on my page or you can comment on our Planet Radio page. What's today? Today's Tuesday? I don't know. I'm not sure if I can make it to Rascals on a Thursday. Like maybe we have like this, this uh, we set up this big Planet Radio lunch there, man, and we just go smoke all the, uh, all the fried chicken. Like, what's going on? The citizens are here to eat all of your fried chicken. Get to frying. Get to frying, dude. Pluck some more chickens. Drop them in the grease. We're here. We're, we're here for the fried chicken. Uh, also, we got to talk about LSU. And LSU fans, I'm, I'm sorry. LSU lost last night. But, but it's okay. I, I think it's okay. You played a great team. Could we see... Wake Forest and LSU again, quite possibly. Was that the best two teams playing last night? Also quite possibly. I know, I know, LSU fans, you you want perfection, right? You want LSU to win 22 to nothing every time. But it's not going to be that way. Uh, I, I, I watched the game last night. I worked till about 9 o'clock. And so I had the game playing on my phone. And so as I was working, I, I ate, I ate um, supper here at work. And so, I, like, I paid attention, but not 100%. And then, so Brock says, here we go. He's going to cry. Brock, dude, you're a man. Stop crying, dog. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out on the radio. Stop crying. And I'm not LSU hating. I'm not. But I'm not an LSU fan, so if I give it to you straight, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize. Brock says I'm toxic because I don't like LSU. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Blake says we will see Wake Forest and LSU again. I, I do think so. I think we will. You're not going to win every game, though. No matter if you like LSU, SUL, uh, DCU, ZYU, you're not going to win every game. It's just a reality of things. You are playing the number one ranked team. I know LSU should be number one every year. I know. But but, but they're not. They're they're a great baseball team. Blake says, no crying in baseball. Thank you, Blake. See, Brock, take a little little, um, bit from from Blake this morning. By the way, this is going on in the chat on our uh, stream on Planet Radio 106.7's Facebook page. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for LSU. And you know, if you listen to the show, I'm just not that big of a fan, but I would, I would like to see LSU win. Look, I would, I would like to wear the LSU shirt that Blake gave me. I said I would wear this all week long if the Tigers made it to the championship game. And I, and I plan on doing that. I plan on doing that. Because I think, I think the Tigers are going to make it there. They just lost last night. They came up short. Now, one thing I also noticed is that a lot of people complaining about the umpires last night. And the strike zone. I think they should just fire a coach for the fun of it. I mean, why not? That's what I posted on my Facebook page last night. Fire a coach, man. Pick one. That's, that's normally what happens when LSU loses. Fire, fire the coach. <laughs> but, yeah, umpires are bad. And I saw a few other people 
who um, also said that just in general, the College World Series, that the umpires are not that great. And they're, they're strike zones all over the place, and they're not doing that great of a job. Could it be a thing? Yes, it is. Now, I haven't coached at the, at the elite level, right? But I've, I've coached my son when he was younger, like, like a lot, a, a lot, like from age four and five until he got to high school. Dude, and that was one thing that I preached. Yes, you will come across some bad umpires, but you can't blame it on that. What did you do to try to get a win? That's, just, that's my mentality. Yes, blame it. Blame it on the umpires if you want to. But what did you do to not leave it in the umpire's hands? That was just my mentality. But what, what do the Tigers have tonight? I pulled up the, um, the schedule. Let me see. Let me pull it up. So 3-2 to two was the final last night. But two great baseball teams, man. Two great baseball teams. Don't forget that. Skeens, I saw they were uh, the two guys calling the game. We were talking to Skeens. Skeens is a weird cat. Sorry if I offended you there, too. He's, he's, a little, he's a little out there. And they were talking about him going number one. And uh, he, he kind of downplayed it. I believe uh, Pittsburgh, the Pirates, have the number one pick. And Skeens could probably go number one. But let's see. The, I think it's tonight, right? Looking at the bracket, looking at the, the schedule of games. Let's see, June 20th, that is today. So we have game nine, which is TCU and Oral Roberts. That's at 2 o'clock this afternoon, which is an elimination game. And then the Tigers have Tennessee again at 7 o'clock tonight uh, in an in 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 elimination game. June 21st, uh, which is tomorrow. Florida gets the winner of Game 9, which Game 9 is TCU and Oral Roberts. And then Game 12 is Wake Forest versus the winner of Game 10, which Game 10 is LSU and Tennessee. So, Tigers fans, I think you get that rematch. And I think that the Tigers can beat Wake Forest a second go-round. And then what we have, let's see, the finals, best, uh, best two out of three, that's going to be on June 24th, 25th, and 26th. But I got, look, I got my little shirt ready, man. Blake, I got my little LSU shirt ready. I'm going to put that on next week. I think I think the Tigers will be there. Don't don't confuse anything I said this morning for some hate. Don't just being real. But I think I'm going to be wearing that shirt next week. I, I really do. Uh, also, you know, not just baseball being talked about in Omaha. Freaking Jello shots, man! What's up with all these Jello shots at uh, at Rocco's Pizza and Cantina? I saw this post from them. Records are meant to be broken. All-time team total. All-time over, overall total. Guinness Book of World Records for shots purchased by one person. Todd Graves from Raising Canes supporting LSU baseball. What did he drop? Like $30,000 on some Jello shots? Which that Jello shot challenge is brilliant. 
brilliant marketing, you know, just brilliant promotion to do at this Rocco's Pizza and Cantina. $5 jello shots, and then you make all the fans of the teams, you know, want to beat each other and, and buy more jello shots. That's more money, like all that stuff. But LSU, 21,435 shots. <laughs> That's crazy. But that happens, dude. You put Louisiana people in other places, we'll, we'll drink them under the table. You know, we'll probably fight them too. Like all that stuff, man. All that. You put Louisiana people in different places. You put us on a cruise. We're, we're going to drink all the beer. Uh, Brock says, I think a couple bucks goes to the college per jello shot. Yeah, that's cool, too. Steven says, Rocco's has the smartest marketing campaign ever created. It does. Is that really fair, dude? Todd Graves comes in and drops in, drops 30 grand. Now some other business owner for another school is going to come and drop like 40 grand. Like some dude from Wake Forest is going to say, oh, yeah, really? Some uh, alum come drop 50 grand on some jello shots. But I, I thought that was pretty cool, and I thought that was all in fun, man. And I, I like a good jello shot, too. Uh, what else we got this morning? Oh, Price is Right coming to Lafayette, man. Anybody want to come uh, go and spin the big wheel? This is from KLFY.com. Come on down. Well, how many, how many times you heard that? How many times you heard Rod Roddy? from back in the day. Not the dude they have now with Drew Carey. You know, not hating on Drew Carey, man, but he's, he's never going to be a Bob Barker. I don't care if he got a skinny microphone, he puts on a three-piece suit. He is never, ever in my eyes going to be as suave as Bob Barker, dude. Never. Never. You were sick back in the day, man. You stayed at my mom's house. You caught, you caught some prices right. You caught some young and the restless, and you can't meet your neighbor while you're laying on the couch with some crackers and some, you know, maybe some Sprite. And you were just chilling for the day. Might have watched Press Your Luck before that. If you were up early, maybe you spent the night at my mom's house. You caught that French rosary at 530 because they up early. Got you some coffee milk, some toast bread, and you just hopped up on the couch, dude, not feeling well. Go ahead, lay down. My mom's going to take care of you. What you want? You want mama make you some soup? And then it was on, dude. Game shows, the stories. I know they call soap operas, but we call them the stories around here. You know, Victor and uh, what was what was the other girl on Young and the Restless? You know, Victor and uh, was it Nikki? There was always some drama going on with those two, man. Always some drama. And you might have watched uh, what Guiding Light. Uh, what was on ABC? General Hospital. My mom watched that. My mom watched General Hospital. Uh, then what else was in the afternoon? I'm trying to remember what was in the afternoon. Did they have some more game shows in the afternoon? Victor. <laughs> there is so, like so much drama, dude. It's like so much going on on The Young and the Restless. But coming back to the price is right. I was I was on I was taking a little trip down memory lane. But price is right coming to Lafayette, the Hyman Performing Arts Center on November 2nd. Come on down. Randomly selected contestants will have a chance to play fan favorite games like Plinko, 
cliffhangers. That was the one. That was it, right? They had, I, I can't do it. But that was like, that was a little man that was on the, uh, the little Swedish dude climbing up the mountain. And he had to stop him or get close to the price. If not, he fell off the cliff. Was that it? It could even spin the big wheel for a chance to win a share of more than $12 million in cash and prizes. Lucky audience members can even win prizes from their seat. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Let's see, when was this? This was put up yesterday, so I guess tickets are on sale today at 10 a.m. and can be purchased from the Hyman's website. So if you want to get in on that little prices right action, dude, go ahead and uh, go ahead and get in on it. Uh, Keith says Vic had that mafia stash. He did. He really did. Dave says the Cajun trifecta. Bob Barker, Victor Newman, and Jim Olivier. Mama was happy. You're right. 100%, dude. You're right. And she was cleaning. And I'll be damned if you were going to dirty her house, dude. You better take those shoes off. And if you were sick or you were playing sick, just better stay on the couch. She was breaking out that pine saw, and she was she was getting things right. You know, back back in those easy times, dude. You know, mama stayed home. No, because, you know, when you went to the dollar store, it actually cost you maybe like five, ten bucks. Now you go to the dollar store. My wife and my daughter came back from the dollar store the other day. This was uh, Saturday. She was like, oh, my God, we spent $100 at the dollar store. And just getting like a few cleaning things and everything. It's, it's high to live these days, man. It, it's high. You know, it's, it's hard to have that, that one-income household anymore. It really is. Ash says Mike Barra's hair deserved its own series. It did. Dude had that sweet comb over. You know, he would he would get almost half naked for the uh, what was it called on Labor Day? The telethon. Remember the telethon? Remember the Jerry Lewis telethon? And they had, you could see like what was going on. I think they did it in Vegas. I could be wrong on that. But you had the Jerry Lewis telethon. He was doing his thing, man. He was helping the kids. And then they would have performances. Clowns would do some juggles and stuff like that. And then they would break to the Hotel Acadiana. And, and then that's where Mike Barra was doing his thing. He was doing his best Jerry Lewis impression. Jerry Lewis would unbutton his coat. Mike Barra would unbutton his coat. Jerry Lewis would take off his tie because you know, was, he, was you know, he was getting tired helping the kids. You know, Mike Barra would take off his tie. Jerry Lewis would take off his jacket. Mike Barra would take off his jacket. And then remember, remember what else they would do? They would tap on those phones to make them ring. <laughs> they, would, they would tap on the phones. You had to call and you had to donate some money to the M MDA. I wonder what happened with that. You know, it, it, it's sad that, you know, you see some of these charities, man, that were maybe headed up. You know, not, not like executives, but you had celebrities or famous people, you know, that helped out. And and wanted to raise money for sick kids, you know. And then once they go away, you know, the whole entire Labor Day telethon went away. But that that's some things you don't forget, dude. Mike Barra, Jerry Lewis. You now their shoes were off. They'd unzip their pants and stuff like that. It, it, and, it, and it wasn't weird by any means. They were just getting comfortable trying to help the kids. They're just trying to make the phone ring. That's all they were trying to do. Damn, it's eight twenty six already. All right, got to take a break. If not, somebody's going to write me up. 
By the way, it's 80 degrees, 826, listening to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. What else we got coming up? Why do we love summer? I uh, got an uh-uh story. Teachers in Switzerland reporting a worrying number of students, some as old as 11. They come to school in diapers. They don't know how to go to the restroom yet. Can you imagine? Well, we'll talk about that coming up. I uh, got a shower trick, drooling men, and Reddit. Reddit hackers. All that's coming up, so stay close. Back in minutes, it is the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Yep. <laughs> Steven remembers the number. Uh, uh, 2330600. Buddy, tap that. And then they would, they would uh, stand in front of, of all the phones, right? And then well, like, where it started, number one. And then sometimes they would have like local celebrities or maybe business people also answering the phone. Uh, you know, maybe Maria Placer was sitting there. I don't know what was what was the guy. He, he always and and uh, Cajun Harley Davidson did a lot for MDA as well. They give away motorcycles and stuff. And what happened to all that? Am I am I gonna have to bring that back? Am I gonna have to go rent a tuxedo? And are we gonna have to put together the MDA telethon again? Gary Arnold was there, dude. And then they would they would have all those people set up, and and they would give out the number. And they start tapping. Then one phone would ring. Boy, the next one would tap. You know, and they, you could see them all tapping. The next one would ring. The next one. And then it, like, went from the first row to the second row. And, and dude, I don't know. They had, like, some confetti or something when they when they all started, started ringing. But it was just the MDA telethon, man. Good stuff. Good stuff that's not around anymore. We need we need that we need that segment in the morning show. Good stuff that's not around anymore. <laughs> uh, prime Acadiana Mall would be good things that are that are not around anymore. What else? Um, boy, that could be that could be a good question. Let's see. Let me let me write that down. How much time we got? A minute. Okay. That might be one of our questions uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Abercrombie. <laughs> Dick Faroe, Keith. Color the weather. Um, all right, got about 25 seconds till we come back. Is Mike Barra still alive? I know Dick Farrow's still alive. Gary Arnold's still alive. But is Mike Barra still alive? I don't know if he is or not. Might be something worth looking into.
So welcome back into the Power Hour, part of the show where we go in on what's trending, what's happening, what's going on here in Acadiana, statewide, national, worldwide, all over the place. We talk about it here. Also talk about our question of the day if you want to go and answer that. What's your favorite fast food item that's on our Planet Radio page and also on my Chris Logan page? This was one of the top trending stories today. Hamish Harding. Shazada Dawood and his son Sulman. These are three people on board the Titanic sub. And that Titanic sub, the little submersible, disappeared. This story is from the BBC. Search teams are in a race against time to find a submersible that went missing during a dive to the Titanic's wreck on Sunday. Details are still emerging. Here's what we know so far about the people who were on board. Uh, 58-year-old chairman of aircraft of aviation, uh, sorry, action aviation, and a renowned explorer who has flown to space and holds three Guinness World Records. Hamish Harding. Also, he's a private jet dealer. And the trip to Titanic's wreckage was the latest in a string of adventures. Imagine being that rich where you just go on random adventures. Like, you, you would go to space just to go to space. Like, oh, man, I'm bored this weekend. What y'all want to do? I don't know, dude. Let's take the little submarine and let's go dive and check out the Titanic. All right, let's go. Um, this guy visited the South Pole three times. He was once with former U.S. astronaut Buzz Aldrin. They flew into space in 2022 on the Blue Origin flight. Remember that? Remember the Blue Origin flight? So last weekend, this guy said on social media that a ship had set off from the city of St. John's in Newfoundland, Canada, for the destination of the Titanic wreck. And he and the crew were planning to start diving operations in the submersible down to the wreck around 4 o'clock local time. And this was on Sunday morning. And so he had, you know, he has those other guys with him. And now the submersible can't be found. So hopefully these guys are okay. And uh, and they find him. And Rose might have got him down there, dude. Jack. Somebody. The eight-day trip involving a journey to the wreck of the Titanic run by Ocean Gate Expeditions cost $250,000 per person. Per person. Call. Participants travel some 370 miles on a larger ship to the area above the wreck site and do an eight-hour dive to the Titanic on a truck-sized submersible known as Titan. I, I couldn't do that. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get in this little confined space and, and go down into the deep darkness of the, of the water. Couldn't do it. The Titan is designed to carry five people and has, has life support for 96 hours for the crew, according to the firm's website. The Titanic sits about 12,500 feet beneath the surface of the bottom of the Atlantic, and it's about 370 miles off the coast of Newfoundland. Nope, not for me. Plus, I don't have $250,000 to throw away to go and check out the Titanic. Would be cool, though. Would be cool. 
but I, uh-uh. 250 grand, not for me. Also, tomorrow marks the official first day of summer. You know, for me, and maybe for you too, I, I think that summer begins when school is out, and then summer ends when school goes back. Now, I know different parts of the country, they get out of school later, and, and they do different things, but tomorrow, the official start of summer. Why and what do we love about summer? According to Scholastic.com, the warm weather tops a new survey. Dude, it's not warm. It's not warm. This is some devil weather this week, man. Some devil weather this week. You know, it's been so hot, just reminds me to go to church on Sunday. Like, I don't want this for eternity. I don't know about you. If you do, that's cool, but I, uh-uh. No way, man. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want none of this. I don't want none of this for the rest of eternity. Uh, also, people like doing picnics. People like the blue skies. Also, trips to the beach during the summer, swimming in the sea, barbecues, ice cream, and time off of school for the kids. But summertime, I know I'm picking a little bit, but summertime's a good time, especially for kids, man. When we were, when we were kids, I don't know, dude, we rode our bikes for like 20 miles, skateboards. You know, just had a had a fun time, and and you went outside. You had to go outside. Your mom was cleaning inside. She she you had to go. It was it was just a thing. If you wanted some water, you drank from the garden hose. If you wanted some you know something to eat, I don't know. Maybe you went to the neighbor's fig tree, popped you a couple figs or something, and you snacked on that because you weren't going into the house, and you weren't getting a snack until it was time to eat. But good old summertime. What about this? By the way, it's 836, 82 degrees, listening to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. I mean, look, teachers, I, I got to give it up for teachers. For those that, that are still teachers and you're still grinding, you're still putting in that noble work, thank you so very much. I know it's tough these days to be a teacher. But check this out. Teachers in Switzerland recently reported a worrying number of students, some as old as the age of 11, are still coming to school in diapers because they never learn how to use the toilet. In Switzerland, according to multiple sources, students as old as 11 years old come to school in diapers. And teachers are expected to clean and change them if necessary. How does that go down, changing an 11-year-old's diaper? How does, how does that happen? Do they lay on the floor like a little baby does? You got to pick their legs up, take the diaper off, wipe, clean, powder, pass a little Vaseline or a little salve on there, put the diaper back. Put their pants back on? Could you imagine having to do that with someone at the age of 11? Already little baby, baby diapers are gross. Imagine an 11-year-old going number two. Dude, dropping the deuce, and then you got you to clean that? No way. No. Now, look, the problem has become widespread enough that schools are putting out flyers to inform parents that teachers are not responsible for changing school children's diapers. Thank you. 
That's that's disgusting, dude. Changing an 11-year-old's diapers. A baby's bad enough, but 11? (laughs) 11 years old. Mm Mm-mm. See, that's an uh uh-uh story. By the way, an uh uh-uh story, we have two stories here inside the Power Hour. Maybe maybe you're new to this. An uh uh-uh story is a headline or a story that I read, and the first two words out of my mouth are uh uh-uh. So it could be like this this amazed uh uh-uh, like uh uh-uh. You know, I won won, uh, $10 on a lottery scratch-off ticket that made the news. Uh Uh-uh. So it could be like in a surprised and amazed, uh uh-uh, or it could be like this, where 11-year-olds are wearing diapers going number two, and the teachers have to change the diapers. That's a uh uh-uh. And like that is like this, I can't believe it, uh uh-uh. Unbelievable, uh uh-uh. Or just, wait, hang on. Like just, like an 11-year-old just sitting in class and and doing their business. No. Like, to me, they shouldn't allow, I'm not denying a kid's education, but dude, if you are 11 years old and you're still in a diaper, you're not coming to school. Like, if you're not wiping your own butt by the age of four, you better learn at home. And when you learn, come back. Because I don't think a teacher needs to be wiping an 11-year-old's butt. Sorry. Sorry. If you feel different, different than me on that, that's okay. Let's agree to disagree. But I don't think an 11-year-old, uh, 11-year-old should be going in a diaper and a teacher should be wiping it. Call me old school. Call me grandpa. But, but no way. Uh, what about this? Do men actually drool when they see an attractive, beautiful woman? This is from Chicago University. Researchers have found that heterosexual men really do drool when they see a beautiful woman, and it's all because of chemistry. Let's read on. Let's trust the science. The scientists discovered that a man's saliva fills with male sex hormones. Uh, wait. The scientists discovered that a man's saliva fills with the male sex hormone testosterone at the sight of someone he finds attractive. And the more anxious he is to impress, the more he drools. I didn't think that was a thing either. See, also here inside the Power Hour, you learn something new every day. I don't think I've ever drooled at the sight of a beautiful woman. I really don't. Not even my old lady. I don't, I don't think I have. But apparently that is a thing. I mean, somebody would have to be like drop dead, like I've never seen this before, to, to like just to kind of, kind of, uh, you know, maybe take it out the corner of my mouth. But I, I, I don't see that happening for me, but that is real. Men actually drool when they see an attractive woman. What about this shower trick? What's, what's your routine in the morning? Do you shower at night? Do you shower in the morning? Do you do both? Do you shower at night? Do you shower in the morning to wake up a little bit more? So here's a trick, according to Duke University, that you can use in the morning that will help make you smarter. I'm going to have to try this tomorrow morning. 
when I'm in the shower and see if I'm smarter when I come in to do the morning show. It says, keep your eyes closed as you take your shower. Using your sense of touch to find the soap and to shampoo your hair reawakens nerve cells in the brain's cortex, which controls memory, according to researchers. And you'll start the day feeling mentally sharper. Didn't know that. Close your eyes. See, maybe you can get a little extra sleep in there. Using your sense of touch to find the soap and the shampoo. Then you, you, know, then you start washing yourself. And then you're going to get mentally sharper. You know, a lot of people talk about taking a cold shower. Helps you mentally. Uh, has its benefits as well. I, I try to do that, but I, I can't do it very long. Now, sometimes I read something a while back, and I don't know if we talked about it on the show this morning, but it was this, um, it was almost like this, this three-step thing. And it, if you could jump in the shower and then have the water on hot, you know, you start washing yourself, catch the backside, the undercarriage, you know, getting yourself real nice, clean, and, and ready to go for the day or, or for the night. And then you gradually step down the temp of the water. So you went from hot to medium, and then you broke it down to cold. And then you stayed under the cold water for about three minutes. And that had some health benefits. I I don't remember the health benefits right off the bat, but if you read about cold showers, a lot of people do these cold plunges, those kind of things. Uh, Being in cold water has some health benefits. Let's see, what... um, I forgot what they called it, but it was at a Sin Wellness. The Sin Wellness, they had powered our Hangover Cafe with Nick uh, on Sunday mornings at 10. And uh, they're in Lafayette. They do yoga. Uh, they have a massage. They have an esthetician on site. But there was this process that they used, and there was a professional on site that walked you through this process, and it was a matter of this, this hot, cold process. So you got into this uh, what looked like a shower and they had these infrared rays and you that's where you got your heat and you stayed there for X amount of time and then you went jump in the cold plunge. They had a tub in there all in the same room and the person that was with you, they would time you. Then you got out the cold plunge, you got back in the heat and you got back into the cold plunge and you got back into the heat and then you got back into the cold plunge and there was a lot of health benefits to doing that too. And I wanted to try it, and I never got around to doing it. I, and I, I, still, I still would like to try it. See, I told you, I like trying new, new things, man. It, it gets me. It intrigues me. And that intrigued me very much when I went by a Sin Wellness. And uh, Ben showed me that. I was like, oh, dude, I, I got to come back and try this. You know, I, I wasn't really into the yoga, you know, the esthetician thing, all that massage. Nah. It was the hot, cold process that had me intrigued. I'm going to have to try and go back and do that one one day. See, 845, Planet Radio 106.7, 82 degrees. Uh, Also this morning, this is one of the trending stories. Now, we don't play her here, but singer, pop star, BB Rexa says that she's okay after being hit in the face on stage by someone who threw a phone at her. It happened at a hometown show in New York on Sunday night. The man who threw the phone was arrested. 
She was taken to the hospital after the phone hit her. A bruise and a bandage were visible above the left eye in social media posts that she made on Monday. She says, quote, I'm good, yeah, I'm feeling all right, which is a quote from one of her new songs called I'm Good, which samples blue. I'm blue, that song. She was on stage at Pier 17, a rooftop venue in Manhattan, when the phone was thrown. Videos posted on social media show the phone ricocheting off her head and then B.B. Rexa grabbing her face and sinking to her knees. That had to hurt. Nicholas Malvenga, dude sounds like he's in the mafia, age 27 of Jersey, was released without bail after being arraigned on Monday on assault, aggravated harassment, and other charges. Each is either a misdemeanor or a violation. According to the court complaint, Malvenga told the third party he tried to hit B.B. Rexa with the phone at the end of the show because he thought, quote, it would be funny. Unreal, dude, some of the things that happened. And probably all, you know, all as a uh, recorded on the phone for, for social media. This idiot thought it would be funny to throw a phone at an artist performing on stage. Unreal. Dude, you, and you get hit in the face like that? I mean, you get hit in the face any, you know, anytime. It's going to hurt. Uh, and quick story. This one time, okay, so I was, I, you know, I did the night show on Planet Radio back in the day. And I remember this like, so vividly. And I have, uh, and, and I, I thought I had the headphones here, but I don't. So I use these Sony headphones. I think it's 7506. That's a number. And I've been using this style for a very long time. I have some inner ears right now. But I would normally use that style when I was on the radio because I, I, I like the sound in those headphones. And, I, I oh, my God, I remember this. And I hate talking about it because my, 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 my eye hurts right now just, just remembering this. But I remember it was just about time for me to go on the air. So the song was finishing, and I hit on on our board to turn my microphone on. And I grabbed my headphones, and there was where the two cups were, it flexed a little bit. So, you know, the headphone itself, with the band around it could flex, and then the, the earpieces could also bend a little bit too. So when I grabbed the headphones, and I had the, the headphones in my right and my left hand, and I pulled them to put them over my head. And I grabbed the ear cup on the right side, and I pulled it a little bit too hard. And so it, it curved up a bit, and it slipped out my hand and popped me right there over my eye in the eyebrow, like right at that bone on top of the eye. And that was right before I was supposed to say, Planet Radio, yada, yada, yada. And it just like it knocked a pause in me for about two seconds. And just one of those things, man, where the show must go on. And I, I didn't draw any attention to it. You know, you probably, you know, back in the day, you weren't supposed to draw any attention to anything. You're supposed to be real, real professional on the air, you know, and, and say your station name and the positioning statement, you know, the time, the temp, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, he had to, he had to say the same thing every time and all that kind of stuff. So I was a trooper, man, and I wanted to be on the radio. I, I, re I wanted to cry. Because it hurt. Like, I got popped right above the eye in the eyebrow by my, my earphone cup. Luckily, it didn't split it. Because, you know, right there, it's very easy to, to split right at your eyebrow. 
It didn't happen, though, but it, it hurt. And I'll never forget that. Every time I see those Sony 7506 headphones that I, I still use to this day, it's traumatic. It's still in my head. Brent says, you know, it hurt when it knocked a pause in you. It did, dude. I'm, and, and that's not exaggeration. That hurt. That's a radio story that I have. Uh, another radio story that I have. I don't know if I want to say it on the radio because I don't think anyone knew um, that, someone, that someone dropped a bad word on the radio one time. I was doing a live broadcast at Blarney Blast. That's how long ago it was. And then you, know, you could have people on the air with you and then ask this guy if he was having a good time and he thought he would be funny. And, uh, and he said a bad word. I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting fired. Like, oh, I'm getting fired today, man. My dream ends at the Blarney Blast at Finnegan's. The dream ends. And I remember the dude saying it and I wanted to punch him in the stomach, but I didn't. I just pulled the microphone back and just went on like nothing happened. And I mean, I'm sure some people heard, but you know, management at the time, I guess they didn't hear. And I was like, whew, thank God, dude. Got away with another one. <laughs> got away with another one. Uh, but yeah, funny story. Oh, and also this, Reddit hackers. And there was this other breach. I don't know if you saw that on Friday. There was a breach of motor vehicle um, or office of motor vehicle. Uh, what, what would you call it? Um, I, I think nationwide, they had it uh, a breach here in Louisiana and a few other states. So these hackers got into the database system that was used at these different Department of Motor Vehicles. And supposedly a ton of data was compromised. I think they had the story Friday on KLFY. You may want to look into that. It was, it was pretty serious. Um, and there are some steps you can take to try to protect your information. Maybe worth looking into. Uh, and then now this, I saw this this morning. Hackers are threatening to leak stolen data from Reddit if the company does not pay $4.5 million and change its controversial pricing policy. According to a post on the dark web, which was reviewed by CNN and also an independent cybersecurity expert, a ransomware gang is threatening to leak 80 gigs of confidential employee data. The group demanding a $4.5 million payout for the deletion of the data and silence after, uh, see, after, after receiving no response. Sorry, the group followed up with an additional demand that Reddit should withdraw a controversial new pricing policy that has sparked a protest from some of the platform's most influential users. I didn't realize anything was going down on Reddit. The hackers have said if they do, uh, that they do not expect Reddit to meet their demands. They say, quote, we expect to leak the data. And the group wrote that post on the dark web. Has anybody been on the dark web? I haven't, dude. I'm too scared. I'm, I'm, I'm too scared to go down that rabbit hole. That one's, that one's not for me. Oh, and by the way, um, if you purchase Johnsonville sausages, which you may, you, might, you may, and that, that might be okay. But dude, we have, we have too much good sausage around here to, to, um, to get these national brands. I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with local sausage, right, uh, every time. But if you buy Johnsonville sausages, more than 42,000 pounds have been recalled because of possible contamination. The brand's Better with Cheddar Pork Links 
may include thin black fiber strands of plastic, according to the FDA. The USDA says it remains concerned that some of the recall products may be in consumers' refrigerators or freezers. Consumers who have purchased this product are urged not to consume them, according to the agency. The product should be thrown away or returned to the place of purchase. Also says the 14-ounce packages of recalled meat were produced on January 26th of this year and has a Best Buy date of July 11th of this year. The products shipped to retailers in Colorado, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, and Texas. So it doesn't seem like Louisiana is in there. Oh, and uh, this real quick, too. According to new research, it's crucial to stop and count your blessings, even when you have a, a million other things to do. In this study, people who began to consciously remind themselves every day of the things they were grateful for showed a significant improvement in mental health. They also slept better and exercised more. Again, not trying to be better than you, holier than thou. I, I try to do that as much as I can every day. Like when I'm, when I'm stressed out, which is, like, which is like a lot of the day because I have so many damn things to do, I, I, I stop, man. I, I, I do. I, I try to stop and say, okay, you got way too much to be thankful for or what's, what, what's some of the uh, memes you see on social media? Too blessed to be stressed. And it's true. I stop. Like, dude, you, you, got, you got too much to be thankful for. Yes, you work a lot, but you got too much to be thankful for. You got to stop and be appreciative of those things. So maybe try that today if you get, if you get stressed out. Stop. Count your blessings, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's your family. You know, maybe you don't have material things, but maybe it is your family. You know, maybe, maybe you got a nice job or whatever. Stop. Count those blessings, man, and, and have a good day. Oh, by the way, then, um, still got an hour left in the show. Don't worry. We're not really wrapping up. Got an hour left. But tomorrow night, we have a new show coming, teamed up with Ash, the Cajun Nerd, Cajun Nerd Media, and we have our own Planet Cajun Nerd radio show. It's going to air every Wednesday night at 10. Uh, kind of an old school radio show, if you will. Uh, you know, Ash got a few tricks up his sleeve. So, uh, you know, we just, we just have fun for about an hour. Uh, there, there's some AI stuff on there. You know, there's some, there's some memories, some reflections on there. Uh, interviews are, are going to be on there, too. But our first ever show will air tomorrow night at 10 o'clock uh, right here on Planet Radio 106.7 if you want to check it out. So more 90s and 2000s rock coming up next hour. Let's see. We got Jane's Addiction, Bare Naked Ladies, Soundgarden, Bowling for Soup. Remember this one from the All-American Rejects. Got some Incubus and more. One hour left in the show. So you stay close. Planet Radio 106.7.